the year 2017, two complete strangers with flex time on their hands meet at a Simpsons trivia night outside of Boston. Together with their powers, they created the Frosted Side Podcast. Their mission? These two hosts join forces with a guest to review an episode of their favorite cartoon, as well as a serial chosen by the guests themselves, and eat it on air. Radical! Your mission as listener is simple. Okay. Don't touch that dial. Grab a seat in front of the TV, but not too close. And don't pick at the marshmallows, because here comes the frosted side with the Daves, Dave Morrison and Dave Lindquist. It's always a while uh, since there's always these big gaps when we do these uh, episodes because we've had one hell of a summer, both of us, Dave. Yeah, and spring, dude, eventful year so far. It's like ever since you got married, Dave, uh, things have kind of gone not the way that we thought when we started this back five years ago. Because we started yeah. back in 2018, we used to do this, and then you got married, and then the kids started happening. Yeah, the and then kids the emergencies, the the heat constant illnesses, the uh, the various sources of um, sources of employment, education on your end, mm-hmm. and it, health it hasn't issues. just been eventful for me. Yeah, health health issues across the board. On your I'm end not one to talk. Stuff. Hey, listen, yeah. I'm not one to talk. I had. Uh, Quite a, an eventful summer. Was that a toilet in the background? It sounded like somebody was trying to... <laughs> it was a, a truck driving by. We've got a little bridge outside my house, so when something large drives over it, it's like... Oh, that's right. crazy rattle. Yeah, i got to get reacquainted with the Auburndale section of Newton, Waltham area. But uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think I'm, I'm technically West Newton, but it's kind of Auburndale, kind of Nonantum kind of Watertown, kind of Waltham, kind of in the middle of everything. You know, as a They're kid, very I went, good to get places. Uh, quickly, I, I actually went yeah. to Camp Nonantum in Watertown. We didn't, some some oh, yeah. would call it Camp Nonantum, other would say, others would say Camp Watertown. We got to go to the uh, the the Hostess factory in Natick. Oh my gosh. So you could smell that from my house. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Uh, the the Wonder Bread and the little uh, cinnamon roll things were the highlight days there. You, you could literally smell it from miles away. And they had a little factory store. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Tying it into cartoons, there was actually a uh, episode of Family Guy during its early, early, like, cookie original puss run. The first, cookie the, puss. Yep. Yeah, where it's like they're, the world ends, and it's like a dystopian society, and they're like, where, where can we go? What'll survive everything? And it's mm. that specific uh, hostess factory. And Randy Newman was playing yep. uh, in the yep. background. Take a long, hard look at Randy. I, uh, I did not uh, keep Expect up with me to sound like Sandler? Years, but... That's what happened. No, that was good. Now. That was <laughs> good. Okay. It definitely was Sandler. You're right. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Continue. Don't look at me. Thankfully, this is not a live stream. Thankfully, I missed that. That was great. 
Oh, that was oh so cool. my goodness. Yeah, I remember that camp very well. It was uh, the great counselors. Uh, we never got to listen to GMA 94.5 when it first came out around that time because it was inappropriate. We couldn't even listen to Kiss 108 when we'd all get in the cargo van. We all had to listen to Oldies 103 because that was appropriate. That was I think always it was, uh, country and 70s rock mostly on my parents' front, but. Uh, yeah, no, it was Oldies and WXLO, which is still around, surprisingly. Yeah. But because uh, we grew up closer to Worcester, so that was always the big station. And it was not too hard, not too soft. You could ride around with your kids and not be embarrassed by the lyrics. Is it an embarrassment as a parent to listen to the lyrics from your standpoint? But do the kids, uh, you know, know something that mom and dad don't? That dad uh, I mean, at their ages right now, they're not really taking anything in from the lyrics or whatever. You know, there's they're, they're not getting a ton of meaning from it. Okay. At four right. and less than two, but uh, yeah. No, and, and it's mostly like children's music here. Like occasionally, something like like a Taylor Swift will come on the radio, and mm. uh, Lucy will like pick up on that and enjoy it for a bit. The other okay. day, she was really liking a. Uh, made me stop when I was like kind of sorting through the channels and stopped at like a red hot chili pepper song and like, <laughs> yeah, i don't know how i feel about that i mean uh, it's no. interesting that this was the one you picked <laughs> oh no it's too no a, a neuro a neurological disorder that's another thing dad needs <laughs> <laughs> which red hot chili pepper song wait was it about california <laughs> aren't they all <laughs> nah, that's the joke um, but yeah, no, the chilies, they definitely fit that the mold of some of the most ridiculous lyrics. And, and yet at the same time, you're always secretly listening to that well, opening. It's always on Under somewhere. the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. I got, I have, and it, well, how did she react to, and what, what chili pepper song was it? I'm trying to. Cause now I'm curious. We've gone down this rabbit hole enough as, as is. One second. Let me figure out. Okay. Scar tissue. It was scar tissue. That's it. So a later one. Like, or late 90s, I guess. Yeah, scar tissue. She heard it somewhere before the cookout. She's like, oh, this is that song <laughs> that was playing there. Stop. I like this one. Yeah. Wait, was she, you, you took your kid to a cookout? What time? Uh, yeah, cookout? both oh. of them. We, we, were, we were only four hours late to it. And no, my a friend of mine. Um, Dave, I think you're a little too pale for the cookout. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I that's okay. You didn't. I don't think you fully got that joke. Wait, are, are you talking about the fast food restaurant? No, the cookout. No, 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 no. It's it's a big celebratory thing in the African American oh, community. Oh, 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 and then there's the and then the quince is kind of the same thing for latinos that that's the joke right there because yeah. you're so yeah <laughs> that's why uh, i like yeah. you're you're a little you're a little pale for the cookout <laughs> so so you were at a, a family cookout yes uh, or, yeah. or a friend's cookout and she heard scar tissue probably playing on rock 92.9 or or zlx or someplace and then all of a sudden yeah, you start uh, to have yeah, questions. Yeah, and she's now a fan of this song. So, yeah, good times. Mm. Just having some water. Well, continuing with the health 
craze of 2023, meaning my health is crazy. Uh, I am currently experiencing kidney stones. Uh, you won't hear me scream in the podcast, but I can tell you right now. Yeah, I'm drinking lots of water. Water is my best friend. Water should be yours, kid. Uh, seriously. Oh, I uh, do you use Reddit, Dave? Uh, I don't have an account. I will sometimes stumble on Reddit at uh, night. So I, I, I did essentially that. I do have an account, but not using it a ton. But I stumbled across this uh, subreddit devoted entirely to water consumption yesterday. And I'm happy uh, algorithm tossed that my way. But the, uh, the top post on there was someone being like, drink your water. And it was a close-up of uh, a kidney stone they passed on a ruler. Like next to a ruler showing the size of it. It was like, oh, I should not send this today. <laughs> Uh, yeah, treat, Honestly, treat water, folks. no, no, you send it to me and I'll be all right. I, it's nothing that I haven't <laughs> seen before. I started looking at pictures of kidney stones. It looks like a, a ball of wax because back when I was in college, I, I was playing a gig in upstate New York and I started to go into ear pain. And when I was visiting Ooh. my dad for the weekend, uh, I had to go to the ER, which was Emerson. And uh, at the time, which was the closest hospital, and they just pulled out the nurse pulled out two pound uh two big balls of wax i don't want to say two pounds because i don't know the metric but it, it was like these two disgusting uh they looked like oh i was like that's been in my ear the whole time and then i go on looking uh, for kidney stones and it's kind of the same thing oh. some people say it's like a popcorn kernel yeah yeah that's what this looked like Oh, different. I, I'm not gonna lie. I just pulled up a Google image search now, and ow. And oh, okay, I'm done. And <laughs> ow, <laughs> that's, that's all. Didn't, oh, didn't need to experience you know, that. Uh, I put out on my uh, Instagram, Is Morrison. I don't know if you've seen the ad for Cambridge paving stones. No, um, no, no. Okay, yeah. So I see it sometimes on the news uh, when I watch. It's it's the, the this old guy, this old Greek Armenian guy, and there's this little jingle that goes, "Cambridge paving stones with armor tech. You'll always look like new." So if you're getting your patio deck redone or anything yeah. like that, so I did a little parody of uh, David's kidney stones with okay. farmer's help. You're gonna pee like new. <laughs> and and then I put in the background. I faded it into the background uh, a picture of a kidney stone kernel. And apparently, one thing I learned about the situation, folks, is that I was just you know hurting, and I thought it was my spine. But apparently, this happens more often as a uh, as we get older because we're not uh, consuming the water. As Dave yeah. mentioned, which honestly, people don't take it seriously. I, I, I it started when I was uh, set, breaking down a show because uh, I work for ATSI in the summer, International Alliance of Theater and Stage Employees, Local Eleven, and then I uh, started feeling pain while I was breaking down one of the big artists. And Stu sent me home, and uh, then I had to go to the hospital, and it. I started seeing that my pee looked very dirty. Someone's screaming outside my window. Give me a second here. Yeah. Oh, it's a fan, Dave. Tell him, tell him thank you. Yes, we haven't forgotten about you. It's bizarre. We're on a busy corner, so we get uh, two, two types of yells. The, like, 
can't see for someone wanting the car in front of them to go yell and oh, like, Dave. S- uh, the screaming at bumper stickers kind of yell. Like, I don't like car. Oh, Dave, you could real, you could real I, characters I, I, on this corner. Oh, Dave, I I just told the people at home that th- that was a fan, and that you just went outside and say no autographs until after we're done. Okay. Oh yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So well, welcome to Lowell. You'll see that shit every day. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Lowell is uh, uh they you go uh they just redid this overpass and filled it in basically right by the mm-hmm. brand new courthouse and uh there's gonna be a bus lane similar to Com Ave, uh but in Lowell and then already on the islands you're seeing just all the homeless folks uh with the signs and yeah. oh yeah. It, it's it, it's just it's just a sick sad so anyway, my friend Star and I, we saw the movie. She wanted to see it. And I had curious uh, interest in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which, by the way, I don't think we've ever had a guest on who's reviewed an episode of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from its original run. Or so. there's, some, there's been some discussion of it. Josh Pratt is a massive fan. I think he's called called dibs on coming back on and doing that. Actually, he pointed out to me the... Uh, that movie's got a uh, Ninja Turtles serial General Mills put out. Yes. To that, so might be a good pairing. I was actually just doing some digging on the computer here for those who heard me typing in the background. I thought it was a Walmart exclusive, but it looks like they've got it at uh, Target, too. So that something you can find me. out there. So. Well, Target usually is known for carrying those off-brand cereals. Listen, I, I, Josh, if you're listening to the Frosted Side, uh, come back on. You can do some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You get first dibs, my friend. Just pick a dime oh, and a date. Have it at the Target by me. Yes, right. Anyway, so she wanted to see Ninja, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for a long time, and I had some vested interest in it, and we decided to go to the Methuen uh, Loop Theater. Uh, and uh, honestly... It was a different take on, and I thought it was well done, to say the very least, because in the sense that you take a look at the the original cartoon to what I saw, it, the, the characters matured very, mm-hmm. very, you know, drastically from the original run. If you're expecting the, the, the cartoon, it, it's not there. You know, you, you might as well go watch something else it's it's a it's made for young adults honestly it's made for that teen that the preteens but it's not really made for for the children it's not made for anybody under the age of 12 it's it's kind of made for like around 12 and up it, it's just it, it has a good grasp of uh, a little bit of an urban flair to the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, April O'Neil uh, is a uh, young black girl. She, I, I I assume she's a girl. That's just I'm assuming her gender. I I did, didn't do enough reading up on the character um, because I know inclusivity is a big thing, especially in today's movie going market. But I can tell you right now that she, uh, April is uh, African-American, which I think is positive. And the characters, uh, 
their their voices seem to reflect the diversity going on in today's movie going market. If you've seen it already, you know that Shredder is not in the first. Oh, interesting. That's right. Shredder is not there to keep the peace. And uh, but you'll see some new new characters. You'll see some old ones. Uh, it was kind of like the Super Mario Brothers film, uh, but a lot more lighthearted at times um i I know actually super mario i think was the the movie was a lot more lighthearted than the mutant mayhem mutant mayhem went uh you you'll still see the pizza don't get don't get me wrong you know there's no shortage short supply of pizzas at all pepperoni pizza uh but the story itself it's it, it talks about humanity and how society treats people like shit, especially people who are different, and how sometimes we have our own tribes, uh, especially in today's internet world with confirmation bias and all, and we have right. our own we have our own prejudices and uh, prejudices, so forth. And I think this movie does a really great job in trying to rein in some of the things that separate us and, uh, and some of the things that make us a great melting pot i um I'm, I'm really interested in the animation style too it's really unique looking i feel like yeah. i haven't seen anything quite like that um what's the what have i heard it compared to i guess that um the spider-man the sony cartoon from like the, the sequel to recently the yep across the into and across the spider-verse that kind of Young I was just going to see the same thing, like, right? Yeah. yeah, stressing you know the representation element of it, and then um, just like this unique kind of innovative animation style. It looks sort of. I'm not saying the two look similar, but they're they're both like, oh, there's nothing quite like that. There's nothing that quite looks like this out there. It's a very, it's a, it's a, it's a variation of the new school uh, street art that you see. Uh, it's a lot of sketches. Um, you can you can tell. Uh, it looks like a lot of moving doodles that you see. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know the t- proper terminology. Maybe somebody out there can help us. But it it is a takeoff of the urban new school, uh, which is very popular right now, especially in in theaters. And I thought they did an excellent excellent job. I liked the way the frames moved. I thought it was. Uh, 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 I, I, it worked well. It blended well. Just put it that way. That's great. I uh, yeah, my uh, daughter's been a little hesitant to see it from the commercials, so uh, I don't think oh, I'm wow. going to be able to pull off a. I, I think one of the villains there was sort of a something scared her a little bit. She's like, "Ooh, that looks like a monster. I don't think I want to see that." And that pull oh, no. like, you, you you can't really push something like that. No, you can't. And, so, and, so I think it's going to be a video on demand thing for me when it finally makes its way over there. I should say finally. She's... It's such a quick transition these days. Uh, when when she's a little older, maybe I think she'll be fine. Yeah. But one thing I will say, and I and I stress this, uh, it's it's something that I never never got into but sticking around for the credits in the theater or whenever something on tv i never liked that for some reason i never i never liked the credits once the movie was it a roll of credits i'm done why are we sticking around watching this and then finally i got used to sticking around for the credits uh in the oh, theaters. those marvel movies kind of trained people to do that in recent years well that well that explains everything thank you so much dave Linquist, for actually 
uh, spelling that out because I never understood it was who started this. And thank you, MCU. Uh, but no, I watched the the closing credits, and there's a lot more. So don't leave after the film. Uh, there's a little. There's quite a few hidden gems. That's fun. No, that's yeah. good. So I, I I think honestly, I I would definitely definitely recommend this, uh, especially with Barbieheimer still going on, and I'm wondering. Um, I'm going to try to see it um, maybe later tonight, honestly. You know, Which one, I, Barbie or Barbie? I'm going to do Barbie just because yeah. I haven't seen it. And since this is, and there was a show back in the 80s called Barbie and the Rockers, which was uh, the answer to oh, Jim. Yeah. And we talked about this with our with my friend and our friend, Hope Anderson, uh, when she picked Jim. But it is true now that Barbie is the top film in the nation and we cannot go and do a Frosted Side podcast without talking about uh, the phenomenon of the summer that has divided only the people who can't handle the fact that you have one of the hottest, like in terms of sales, the, the, the most popular directors out there who's a female, Greta Gerwig, whose Barbie creation has set off a cultural precedent. And I think this is gonna this is a societal moment this is a watershed moment for society a little bit because you have such an iconic character and you have a director greta gerwig who took the barbie character and turned her into something that we did not expect and not many people can do that and the only people it's pissing off are the 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 crybabies that don't understand that it's just a movie I think, I think it's been really interesting seeing, I mean, granted I haven't seen the film, so I can't really get that too deeply into it, but seeing something that, like, it's apparently a very unique take on the subject matter, kind of parodies, kind of skews it a bit. Mm-hmm. And normally you'd think, you know, a brand or IP holder would be so uptight with something like that and not allow, like, a unique, interesting director like this to create something like that that doesn't, you know, 100% represent, like, the history of the product in the most idealized way. And it's kind of cool seeing them kind of let her run with it and look at, like, the success that movie's done. It's something like a billion dollars is closing in or something, like, far and away, you know, the biggest movie of the summer, I think, probably of the year so far. I'd have to look at the box office. Who knows how that Avatar movie did, but but it's such a such a runaway hit because someone was kind of given some creative freedom and I'm oh I wish like I hope things go that way going forward is I think you and I were talking about this um, off pod recently mm-hmm. just like like the superhero movies it's it's the same movie over and over again and you know so, so many of the big like action blockbusters and things along those lines you get this sort of canned like unoriginal plot that's you know maybe it's entertaining or it's fun but you get a lot of like the same thing over and over again so it's kind of refreshing to see this you know big piece of ip big brand but it's it's something unique and different it sounds like the ninja turtle is just kind of the same thing as that well and going back to what you said about marvel and dc there's just so much oversaturation in those two markets with the the films and uh again 
one of the things that you know you have to think about with so many strikes going on screen actors guild uh, wga and everybody wants to be entertained during this time because americans uh they just can't entertain themselves at least from my standpoint so they want to see something that's a little different and i think even the most hardcore marvel or dc although i don't really have too many friends who are dc but regardless even even the mcu people who follow that religiously uh it's getting harder and harder to defend the same oversaturation and the same recycled scripts uh black panther um, i i was first in line uh i thought it was amazing and then obviously it wasn't uh, you know chadwick boseman's passing didn't help but it was certainly a film that i watch now uh and i'm like I, i'm kind of glad that it was only one with boseman because you know it would just get oversaturated real quick and then yeah we, and that's and that's whether you're black panther or you're you know spider-man it doesn't matter it's just way too much to handle all at once and that's why people tune out because they want to have a little bit of variety when they go see these films and they they want to have a, a superhero that is something not like they've seen and i have a feeling we've seen spider-man jump across a lot of times and the the, the only people who get real defensive over the mcu and and barbie you know you know taking away the thunder are the are the the man children uh, and that's that's just this me. is this is coming from us with this team podcast, you know. Yeah, but you know what? We're a little more enlightened, Dave Linquist. <laughs> I, I wouldn't venture to call myself enlightened, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say a, a different <laughs> a different breed of man child, maybe. We're. <laughs> Uh, we're the more well we're in massachusetts we're in the northeast where values are a little bit different but uh, you know there are shitty dudes everywhere i don't mean to make it regional but yeah no we're, we we listen we listen to people we take time to reflect on whether or not our opinion matters or when to shut the fuck up and that's that's the best way to do it and these dudes that go on like like i made a video you can go on my um uh, my my uh tiktok stream it's uh j david morrison funny and uh, i put out a video some time ago about ben shapiro who did this uh, i fell asleep to it i don't know if you watched dave but it was uh day it was ben shapiro and he did this weird video about barbie uh being hateful to men now i uh i consciously tune out and don't listen to anything that guy makes is a I get the impression I'm not even a hundred percent sure he buys into all of it. It seems no. like he's like he's he's just trying to push buttons, trying to get attention from that. So mm. no, I don't I don't even give those the views because like I, I I don't even think he cares. You know, I think I think it's a way to rile up the people who are into him. Yeah, and rile up the people who hate him. So I just no, just just tune him out. Mm-hmm. And I, but I, I couldn't help but watch it. It was very, he dude was very squirrely. He did an impression of Barbie, and he burned Barbie on on a char um charcoal grill, um and roasted her uh three hundred and sixty degrees, kind of like the black hole sun, the the black hole sun video where I think oh God, Barbie, yeah yeah yeah, yeah it, it, that's what it felt like that like watching it. 
And then after it was, it went disturbing. It just got boring and repetitive. And I didn't know why this dude was angry, but I'm sorry. And uh, I, I didn't sleep well that night. So I ended up falling asleep to that Ben Shapiro video. It's not like I watch it's it word sneak, for word. Sneaking into your dreams. No, that, no, 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 no. It's just background noise to me that just puts me the fuck to sleep. Um, but uh, no, I do that. Um, I do that when... I do that when I'm really, really tired, and I just try not to watch it because, you know, the Ben Shapiro videos, because I don't care. He's useless. He's, you know, I don't, you know, I know there's some people out there who follow him. Sorry. Nah. But, yeah, no, he's uh, definitely somebody that I would not um, take advice from on a good day. Yeah, I just, yeah, it, it's it's an active tuning out of him, and, uh, Oh God! Who's the uh, the whining wannabe Canadian intellectual professor guy? Who's uh, oh Jordan uh, Peterson? Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he sits there like that's not what I said, and he sits there oh, crossing God. his legs, looks like the crypt keeper, and he's upset that Elliot Page uh, does not respond to him on Twitter. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just. But you know what? There's a sucker born every minute. And the people that actually do follow these things, you know, you have to feel sad for them. They don't have a lot of happiness in their lives. They don't, you know, they're, yeah. they're, there's something else going on. They're not thinking back to a time when they enjoyed cartoons and cereals. And, you know, you can get that happiness from either building a time machine or you can tune into the frosted side and you can relive some of that happiness right here because that's the closest thing you're going to get to a time machine on this program. Uh, I, uh, on a related note, I do love that you're sitting there with the cereal box on the couch next to you. I'm oh, yes. We've got March Munch. we got the uh, March Mudness. Or it's March uh, is... I was going for a joke right there with Brad Marchand's head. Yeah, March Munch. Uh, <laughs> I see what they just did. Oh, March Munch. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, oh, you know where the... I, I think uh, that uh, people listening at home, they can't see what the hell I'm holding up. This is Brad Marchand from the Boston Bruins, uh, soon set to be the captain now that Patrice has retired. And he had, uh, we have a limited cereal after him, Cinnamon Crunch, March Munch. It's basically Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but with uh, Marshman's face. Marshawn's face. Uh, there was a caller on the Sports Hub years ago that uh, used to say, Mar mispronounce his name in his hilarious way, which is what I'm doing right now. Have you have you had sampled this one yet? Uh, yes, and this is my second box. Wow, you bought a second one. I could not stand that one. I I didn't like it. Oh yeah. no! Are it was you... just it was just so much a like lesser cinnamon toast crunch. It was just like right. this is just like that, but not as good in my mind at least. Mm. So you're a fan. You oh, a I'm a fan box. because wow. you know, you know, if, if you know Brad Marchand, uh, he could come flying out of the box, and uh, he'll, uh, you know, you might end up, we might end up with some some injuries and cross checks, and you know, Marchand will probably get suspended by the league again. But <laughs> uh, I, no. and so I got the 
uh, Wicked Smarts, the uh, Marcus, yes. Marcus Smart cereal from the same company, which I'm guessing is even more limited considering the green all over that box, and he's been traded since the release of that cereal. So mm-hmm. I've got a box of that floating around somewhere here, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's more a take on Lucky Charms, if I'm remembering correctly. It's kind of it yeah, is. toasted oats with marshmallows, yeah, so similar sort of vibe. They're going to have a to have a Jason Tatum cereal at this point. Oh, I'm sure. Mm. Or I'm Porzingis, sure. well, depending on the unicorn does. If he does, he's already injured, by the way, or he's dealing with an old injury from last year. Yeah, yeah, we'll see on that one. Oh. Yeah. No. Uh, you ever have Flutie Flakes back in the day? I feel like that's the first one I remember of. Like, ah, uh, yes, I did actually. Athlete. I convinced my mom to buy me some Flutie Flakes. Now that you mention it, and it, it reminded me of. It was Wheaties. It, it was just yeah. a lesser brand yeah. Wheaties. Um, yeah. I, um, you know, I, I love Doug. I mean, Doug Flutie. I mean, you know, you know, fellow fellow Arab, uh, fellow fellow Middle Eastern Lebanese guy. Uh, you know how his name um, was actually spelled generations ago. It was F H L O U T Y, I believe. Oh, interesting. Yeah, F H L O U T Y, and then he changed it to F L U T I E to make it sound more English. But a, yeah. you know, a lot of Lebanese families did that. Uh, Got to give him respect, uh, Doug Flutie. Uh, obviously, for the BC fans out there, you know, my family's Boston University, and um, so. But if you if if you remember Doug Flutie, you remember the Hail Mary pass from 1984 in the Orange Bowl game against the University of Miami. And, of course, his short stint with the Patriots and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Flutie Flakes uh, uh, went to the Doug Flutie Jr. Autism Foundation, I think, all the proceeds. Because I remember those ads. And he, uh, yeah. I, he did, do you remember when you had to do the – they had the collect talk calls, uh, dial 10, 10 to 20? Yes. Yep. He did that ad, I remember. And, oh, uh, weird. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he is the source of my favorite named road ever. He's, uh, he's from Natick, and there's this little road over by the Natick Mall, Shopper's World, between Natick and Framingham that would go over to uh, the movie theater I'd go to as a child. Yep. And, you know, what, so they're going to name a road after him. And, you know, you could go with Terrace or, you know, Street Road, whatever. But they went with Flutie Pass. And I'm like, oh, what a great little play words. Oh, I get it. But it, but it took me probably a decade as a child to finally connect them. Like, oh, pass. Oh, that's funny. He throws things. <laughs> that is well played. Well yeah. played, Nated DPW. Yeah, uh, right. Um, I, I, when I was, I guess I looked up years later, he was born in Maryland. And uh, I didn't, I, because uh, they always talk to him like he's a local guy. Well, he's a local guy now, but, you know, I, because I got, I, I judge people by accents. I can always tell where somebody's from based on their accent. I'm like, that is not a Massachusetts accent, how he talks. And it turns out, I was right. He is, uh, he's from Maryland, mid Atlantic. That is definitely a mid Atlantic accent. Oh, that's interesting. He yeah. went to high school around here, though believe that's why neither had all that that stuff for him (laughs) no i know i I think he moved up there later for high school though yeah no if you go on his wikipedia page i could be wrong i mean wikipedia they just shipped they 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 change shit all the time on people's backgrounds so 
Yeah. Anyway, well, that's uh, well. I'm glad you tried that. Uh, the last of uh, the Marcus Smarts because that was uh, uh, too bad that he got traded, but it was it was necessary. And yeah, uh, no, I'll t- I I like the trade overall. Health, yeah. health depending, you know, knock on wood, all of that. But. Yeah. Oh, uh, other serial-related news. I don't know if you saw this. There's a new General oh, Mills monster character this year. Wait, should we do a Frosted Side news sounder for this? <laughs> no, no, no. I got the soundboard. <laughs> oh, yeah, please. All right, cool. Here we go. <laughs> it's the Frosted Side news. But, uh, yeah, there's a new uh, General Mills cereal monster. I saw a box of this on my uh, brother-in-law's table the other day. Just massive box of it. I, uh, I hate to plug Walmart again, but it seems like the place to go for all these, like, giant mm-hmm. novelty cereals that have been mm. in stores for a couple weeks. But, uh, yeah, there's finally a uh, female General Mills monster. We've got uh, it's Carmella Creeper. Yeah, it's a uh, caramel apple cereal. And apparently, they're going to be putting out a bunch of merch related to General Mills cereals this year, yeah. which inevitably I'll probably end up buying some of. But you know what? I just stores now, Dave. You know what? I just I, I found out some sad news, and apparently uh, this is true. Caramel is not vegan. Not. I mean, it can be. <laughs> so you're, uh, you, I mean, I guess yeah, milk in that. But hold on, I read this on the internet, and as we know, the internet never lies. Dave, what did you find out? So I mean, I'm I'm confused because there are kind of different ways of doing it. I mean, like as a sauce, like you you would mix like sugar with like cream to make yeah i guess there's mm-hmm. usually milk or cream involved in making mm-hmm. it i'm certain you can make a version of it without but yeah they have those reactions gelatin goes into butterscotch yeah i've heard that i swear there are caramel like caramel candies out there that don't have milk or cream in them but i, I could be wrong but yeah if you're making it home there's pretty much always a milk in it. Huh. That's right. It's funny. Uh, I don't even wouldn't even think of that as containing dairy. Mm. Yeah, well, that must mean that there's some gelatin in the pumpkin spice everybody gets. I think. Now I have to check on that. Wait, gelatin? I, I just have this sinking feeling. I'm sure I'm wrong, but you know, there's some sometimes around the fall. Every now and then, I usually get my coffee black, but every now and then, I like to have a you know a pinch of pumpkin spice when I like to treat myself, basically. Oh, not, well, not to date when we're recording this, but today is the day uh, at Starbucks. At least I think Duncan already has it, but the, the pumpkin spice stuff all returned to Starbucks as of today. So oh it's, yeah, it's available now. Oh, guess what? My mom was at Costco two nights ago, and she said they already have their Christmas stuff. They have the, 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 the lawn reindeer oh, wow. and the trees. Yeah. In August. Wow. All right. Um, then uh, I said to my I – t- I tell my mom, Jesus, and she's like, uh, no, honey, not until after Halloween. 
and Thanksgiving. It's true, but uh, I, I can see it. I mean, I started seeing uh, back to school stuff at the end of June. I'm not even joking. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, this well, is... school's barely out. Yeah, I, uh, I I think it's usually usually with that stuff they wait till like July 5th or so. <laughs> Yeah, right after Fourth of yeah, July, you and then... get all the red, white, and blue stuff out of the stores. No, and that's I... the next dose of things on the shelves. I'd walk into CVS and I'm like, "Back to school? Do we even have July Fourth? What are you talking about?" But no, it's true. Some places, not all places, but not all stores. But you know, I've seen it. I've, I've in seen the it. in the past, I used to try and be like that with clothes, and then I would buy the stuff as it was going out of the season. So I'd be like. Ooh. Oh, it's like late August, early September, time to stock up on like shorts for next year. But by this point, like shorts are gone like the second week of July. Wait, did you just <laughs> say Schwartz? Shorts. Shorts. It's not like gone. Schwartz on my end. Shorts are gone by like the second week of July. And so I, I, I can I can never quite time that like shopping as they're getting rid of their stuff. It's, the seasons are so off from what the actual seasons are. I, I, I can never quite get it right. Oh, no. Uh, we usually, I mean, we used to wait to, we went around to like a week before school started. That was that was the way my mom did it. Because my mom was like, give these kids a chance to enjoy summer for some reason. I mean, yeah. It was, it was, but back to school shopping always sucks. It, it really does. Oh. It, it, there, there's there's nothing good about having to do it. I mean, unless you're a parent, but you know, if you're a kid, it just, Oh, uh, having to go to Staples. It was just like that. It was literally like that ad. My mom, she wouldn't do cartwheels like that guy uh, on the shopping cart as the kids were looking on the, the school supplies, but she would just be like, Oh, we got to get you something. And we're just looking and we're just miserable. And we're like, Oh, I remember liking like buying those clothes for that first day back being like i'm gonna look different this year like wear different stuff but that, that was about the extent of it and uh and maybe one of those black and white marble looking notebook things <laughs> mm -hmm. oh and then oh your mom has to go through the contract with you and you know you have to agree and oh it's just oh you're just, it's uh, you're gonna look forward to it. You're gonna look forward to it. At least they don't have corporal punishment anymore. So you, so you can't really, you can't, you can't do unless you live in Missouri. Unless you know, and you know, in that case, somebody's going to Missouri right uh, now. Yeah, that was a uh, motorcycle driving by my place. I'm going back teaching next week, and we'll see how that goes. Um, are you subbing or is it a more kind of steady, consistent thing? It's paraprofessional. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I don't get bopped in the head. Yeah. Oh, man. Good times. Don't worry. It's, it, 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 was, it, was, it, it was cartoon bop. It wasn't like, it wasn't like real life. <laughs> I had a, uh, you know, somebody bought me with an anvil and that was it. <laughs> yeah, they have anvils in schools now. Just when you thought it couldn't get any worse in the public. Well, schools. it's good to hear they're bringing, they're bringing back the trades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when does school start for Lucy and Max next week? Uh, it's uh, their uh, daycare, so it's still kind of, daycare. Okay. Yeah, uh, 
it's uh, she's still a year out from kindergarten, but within their daycare, there's these kind of like age brackets of rooms and stuff. So with the oldest kids he heading off to kindergarten this week or next week or whatever, it's going to cause all of all of the other kids. So they'll each probably be bumping up to new rooms within the daycare at some point. So they'll be a little bit of an adjustment period there in the next coming weeks, but you know, nothing crazy. It's not like, yeah. you know, being off for the summer and having school start up again or something like that. So, mm. well, that's what no, I'm saying. Not get the massive used... adjustment. Yeah. No, but get used to it. It's coming. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, it's, yeah. uh, it, it'll be a, uh, it, it, it'll be a gas, but so, uh, do you want to, what do you want to do now, my man? You want to go, you want to go know. wake, is Max still napping right now? Yeah, he, we usually get about a good hour and a half to two and a half hours out of him, and he's mm -hmm. only about about hour 15 now, so closing in on it. I don't know, anything else we wanted to cover related to our, like, main topics? I haven't um, watched any, <laughs> eaten a bunch of cereal, nor no, watched no. many cartoons recently, aside from the movie there. <laughs> Honestly, nothing not on my end, uh, just... Uh... Uh, go, maybe they can make Oppenheimer into an uh, animated feature. Yeah, there you go. I did see uh, that they're really pushing the uh, other products as serials stuff lately. I don't know if you've stumbled across any of this stuff, but like how we did the like Sour Patch Kids cereal, which I think oh. is my low point for this. I've seen, uh, I've seen uh, Kit Kat cereal recently, and uh, I see like those like frozen drinks you get at like a movie theater or something so there's mm -hmm. some odd products showing up like briefly as cereals so that that trend hasn't died out yet but uh i haven't really sampled any of them yet well it, it, it's i just you know it's funny that you mentioned that when you go to the movie theaters now it, it, it's it's heaven it's literally heaven we were talking about this uh on uh, uh the this past week when we met off air off pod but uh it, you go in you get your drink and there's this little soda fountain like mcdonald's you just go in you can pick whatever flavor you want it's a lot easier than having somebody at the behind the counter say sorry we don't have that and the just... uh, coke freestyle machine i think they're called coke freestyle machine that is excellent so i mean i don't know why I, we were uh, uh we were impressed by that but it was uh, quite fun to just pick your own flavor and uh, then of course the, you walk out and you see the concession stands now it's definitely not you know your father's concession stands it looks kind of well you have the canopy you have the fake little uh, canopy with all the the the, the choices and it, it feels very warm and inviting I think these movie theaters have gotten out of control with comfort yeah, no, oh, it's it, it's wild. The, the last time I went with Lucy, we I was like, all right, let's do a meal while we're there since they have that kind of food. And I ordered it with my tickets in advance. She's like, I'm going to want, you know, juice and chicken nuggets. And we, like, picked a delivery time, like, <laughs> like during the, uh, like, before the credit opening credits would start, but after the, you know, sort of the pre-roll as the previews are going on. So we have the popcorn time for the movie, did the food before that, and you just get it all set up. So we just kind of walked in, and you're basically sitting in a reclining couch the whole time. It's, yeah, comfort to the level of ridiculous. But mm -hmm. I'll, I'll take it versus some of the, you know, 
movie theater seats of our childhood where I'd be sitting on a stack of jackets trying to see over the tall person in front of me and (laughs) missing 75% of Benji or whatever it is I was watching. Aww. Actually, I just, uh, you know what I got? I, I finally have a Disney account. Oh, nice. I have to tell you, so and I saw Benji the Hunted uh, in the classic Disney. I'm like, that, was, <laughs> that is that is one hundred percent the movie I was referring to because I remember not being able to see the screen during that. Well, now you can watch it anytime you want on Disney Plus. Have you got? I, I might have to. It made me sad as a kid. It really did make yeah. me sad to watch. Yeah. And uh, I, I, but uh, you know what movie I watched last night and I forgot all about it. Pete's Dragon. Oh wow! Yeah, they made a uh, they the new one, new reboot of that. Maybe. I didn't even 10, know they years ago. It looked wow! Odd. I didn't even know there was a remake of that. That's yeah. that's I didn't know there was a reboot. Well, uh, I no no just no. <laughs> uh, but uh, I watched it last night. Uh, you know, I did not know. Did the voice of Elliot the Dragon was Charlie Charlie Callis? Uh, the guy. Oh, really? That, yeah, oh. he was a. Uh, he made those weird ass noises and stuff yeah uh but yeah no he was in the pete's dragon as elliot and i also forgot that shelly winters was in is was in was the groggins um uh people the 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 grouchy ones uh oh wow yeah shelly winters and uh uh, I also forgot about, the, but I watched it for the uh, I, the last time I saw that film. I was probably six years old, and uh, I saw it at a Calvert's in Shrewsbury. Believe it or not. Wow! They, oh yeah, I I totally forgot about that. Uh, I, I remember they, that place. Wow. Yeah, no. If you go in, because uh, in uh, uh, the, the but the Shrewsbury location was a lot bigger, so my mom and and, and the new neighbors they went. And they left us in this little uh, uh, alcove area where yeah. you could wa- this little room where you could just watch anything, and it was all these kids. Um, like in the watching. middle of the store. I, yep, yep, that was I it. I went to it, a store just like that out in that area. I wonder if it had a different name before that because like I can I have such a distinct picture of this in my mind. Yeah, I saw the uh, the original Muppet movie in a department store and sitting in a section like that. Yeah, yep. in the middle. No, it was and it was in Shrewsbury. Yeah, that that sounds right. I'm wondering what the name of this other. I think it was Cal. No, I think it was Calverts. If I'm sure, there are probably a couple things like this at that point in the 80s or whatever. No, yeah, no, but no, and it's too. It's too bad that they. Well, every kid's on their phone, so they can be occupied. You know, when when they get lost and and the parents, you know don't even care because they're trying to focus more on that sale than that it is than watching their kids but yeah no it was a good system i mean i'm sure somebody could have come in and you know done they something to us oh. had some little teenage employee there watching the kids or something they you know i think they might have i think they might have because i remember my mom coming in and there was some older kid um who was uh who was there uh, we got separated, or I got separated, because I wanted to watch the movie, and I think my mom and uh, the friends uh, came, David, let's go. Yeah. And I didn't realize what was going on, but I just wanted to watch the goddamn movie. And I got so, a chance to do that last night, and, uh, and uh, I for, you know, gave me, help me get reacquainted with the classics. 
so speaking of voice acting, I just learned something for the first time ever that uh, Jess pointed out to me as we were playing uh, music from The Lion King for Lucy in the Car that she was insisting on. Uh-huh. So there, there's a song in there that uh, Jeremy Irons sings. Jeremy Irons' cereal. If you're looking for marshmallows, there are none. It's quite bland, I assure you. If you're looking for a prize at the bottom, there is none. Only more cardboard. Big song in that. Uh-huh. And she's like, listen for this. And there's a point in it where he's doing something with his voice, and then suddenly it sounds a little different. She's like, did you hear him just blow his voice out there and that they have someone else singing? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it is somebody else. So halfway through the song, and ship. she's like, can you tell who it is? I'm like, is that Cummings? Is that the voice of Winnie the Pooh singing who's replaced him like halfway through the song? She's like, yep. So apparently, like, if you go back, and it's very obvious listening to it, he does this, Jeremy Irons is doing his thing with this weird vocal inflection, and his voice just apparently cracked out mid-song, and it's a different singer in it, and they brought in, yeah, the voice of Winnie the Pooh was like, no. singing the second half of the song there, so... Oh my goodness. How embarrassing. Only to the untrained eye, people would not think twice about something like that. But I guess I never picked up on it as I now can go and watch later and see if uh, it actually uh, sounds the way that you described it. Honestly, it probably does. It's it's a very obvious point in the song. Like, oh, it's someone different singing now. Like, I, I didn't hear it the first five times we played the song for and She's like, listen wow. for this. I'm like, oh, yeah, there it is. Well, see, I don't know if I have a knack for doing uh, doing that, noticing different singers, uh, different uh, voice replacements. Uh, the, the only thing I know is probably when I'm watching Bar Rescue or some, some show or when John Tapper's talking and then he has to go in the next frame re-record the voice because of oh and it's clearly in the up. studio or, it's yeah. clearly in the studio i can understand that but i when it comes to saying you know figuring out different voice wow that's a special special type of skill brother yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah i think that's essentially anything cartoon or serial related i can possibly think of on my oh end, yeah so that's song yeah. <laughs> that's all i can think of for right now but uh well, I don't have anything to promote. Uh, just uh, the only advice I have to give to people is drink water. Please drink your water. This is not a fun thing for anybody to go uh, go through. Uh, and just uh, don't jump to Christmas. As you know, let's get through let's get through Labor Day first. Yeah. Well, we timed this well, so there's a lawnmower starting up outside my window. Oh, and there it goes. Mm. <laughs> Okay. All right. So thanks note. everybody for tuning into the frosted side. Uh, Dave, good touching base. It's uh, oh, been too it's long. Good. I was thinking when this, you these need to be more often. I wasn't gonna go there when you said, "Oh, we've got a lawnmower outside." There are just several jokes I can go with that I'm not gonna do because you know we and, still and have we appreciate that. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Now I've already uh, I've already uh, ingrained some painful <laughs> painful jokes that nobody uh, should have to listen to when I go back and edit this. Well, we'll see <laughs> each other. We'll see each other pretty soon, Dave. Uh, hopefully yeah. at 100 percent, and uh, school starting back up. So. 
um, you know, maybe, you know, maybe get some days when I'm not studying to yeah. uh, do a little mini podcast. Uh, you never know good. what's going to happen. Hopefully my uh, my kids' health maintains. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, you said proceeded to give me, like, strep throat and uh, hand, foot, and mouth disease over the course of, like, four oh, weeks. Oh, my uh, God. Good times. Yeah, no. That sounds... that. That just sounds like when England had uh, hand and, and, and hooves disease or mouth yeah, and hoof yeah, disease yeah, or whatever that was. Something similar where we were going to go to England and Mama says, well, we're going to have a vegetarian diet. Oh, we mad cow, yeah. Oh, yeah, mad cow. Yeah, that was those uh, days. Uh, those were the days. All right. Uh, hopefully they don't charge me. Uh, drop a dime and ask <laughs> after that. All right, Dave. Dave Linquist, thank you so much for joining us once again. Good to see you, pal. Bye, Dave Morrison. Have a good week.